You're listening to What's Your Heart Problem podcast, the show that brings you healthy advice and perspectives on your heart relationships with your host, Dr. Holder. She has 20 plus years in the field of helping others as a dedicated therapist. She is a coach, speaker, a loving mother and wife. Dr. Holder is here to help you get to the heart of the matter. Now, without any further ado, please welcome your host, Dr. Holder. Hello, hello, hello. Good day to everyone. This is Dr. Holder, your host from What's Your Heart Problem podcast. And I'm here today to talk about, yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you a sexual dumping ground? Are you a sexual dumping ground? When I say sexual dumping ground, is sex just for the other person's pleasure and not your own? So I'm talking towards my ladies today. I'm going to speak about towards my men a little bit later. But initially, a sexual dumping ground, I'm speaking about my ladies that probably feel that way at times. And the reason I say sexual dumping ground is because in sex, women are typically the receivers. We receive the sperm or basically we receive the penis and or the anatomy of the male um, in male-female relationships. And so there are some women that feel like they're a dumping ground for their partners because their partner, they kind of get, uh, they kind of get uh, aroused, um, and every time they come, majority of times, nine, eight, eight, nine out of ten, there's an orgasm every time. For women, it takes a bit longer for some to orgasm. Sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it takes longer, and so because it takes longer, sometimes the woman may feel like. It's, uh, it's not that serious. Um, I have to take care of this than the other. And it kind of leaves the, uh, leaves them not fulfilled sexually. And sometimes some, some husbands, some partners, male partners don't feel great about their sexual encounters with their wives or their, um, partners, female partners, because, they want to also please their wives, female partners, and they don't think that their partners feel or have fun with them during sex. For some men, it doesn't really matter. Once they get theirs, they're good. Let's keep it moving. So I'm speaking to the women that feel like they're a sexual dumping ground because that is... Um, unfortunately typical. And so I wanted to talk about that and to talk about how to speak with your partner to let them know that, hey, um, we need to do more for me here in this uh, relationship, in this sexual relationship we have. This can't be all about you. If you guys care. Because again, there's some women that are like, you know what? Once he's happy, it's okay. Let's keep it moving. 
But for those that really want a true intimate moment, a true intimate partner time with their partner, uh, this is for you. So let's get started. All righty. So the reason I said sexual dumping ground, like I said before, is because, you know, women are receivers. We pretty much receive from the male in female, in female male relationships when it comes to sexual um, interactions. And so this is what this is. This is what this pod is about. So let's talk about it. Um, and I'm going to speak from it from a uh, marital relational standpoint. So I'm speaking to my married folks about, um, you know, your sexual uh, relationships with um, your relationship with your husband and wife. So the first things first. I never forgot, I was listening to this um, wedding ceremony and the officiant, the officiant of the marriage ceremony um, started with a story and towards the ending of the story, which is very, very good, um, he said, so in conclusion or like furthermore, women are like crockpots <laughs> and men are like microwaves. Women take a bit slower to get to their climax, their orgasm. Where men, it's immediate. Women need that like uh, affirmation, that love bombing, that those words of encouragement, the, the words of love and affirming that you want them. And you know, from the beginning of the day, so by the time the night comes and you guys come home from work or throughout the day, she's ready for you. As opposed to men, some men are like, you're ready, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need all that. They're like, huh. they see a breast out, you know, they see a leg out. Oh, let's, let's get, let's get this party started sexually. So, um, I'm talking about how to have a mutually loving and great sexual relationship. All right. So the first thing is foreplay. And foreplay isn't just physical foreplay. Uh, you know, you guys have the kissing, the touching, the fondling, all of those things. Foreplay also, like I was saying before, is emotional. Women, again, some women, because there's, there's some women that are ready to go with their husbands. They're ready to go. They're ready to go. Boom. They see his leg out or his, and they're like, oh, I'm hot. I love, oh, let's go. Right. But then there are other women too that they don't feel that. They need to feel connected to you. And not to say those women don't feel connected to their husbands. I'm not saying that. I'm just generally speaking to the women that need more than just that quick. I see you. We're going to do it. Um, And I just wanted to say that, you know, for those women, connection is really important to have a really great sexual um, life with, with your husband. So for the husbands, you want to be able to speak to your wife's love language. There are things like five love languages. You guys can look it up. Look it up. There's um, acts of service, um, words of affirmation. Um, oh my goodness. Gift giving. Uh, 
Oh Lord, there's two more, but there's, but there you can look at just the Google five love languages. There's like a, a free test you take and you can tell which uh, love language you have. And when, and the love language basically is if your partner does this for you, you feel loved, you know, and they do that for you. You do that for them. They feel loved. So, you know, figure that out first. Uh, and number two, you know, use that as foreplay to make your partner feel loved, your woman feel loved. When your woman feels loved, when she feels like you hear her, when she doesn't feel dismissed, when she doesn't feel like, um, you know, you don't get it, um, when she doesn't feel like you're putting other people or other things above her, when she feels like you really want her around and really are feeling her, um, you would see a difference in how much sexual interaction you receive. It usually increases. Um, it's important that you utilize that love language information to encourage or to help your wife get to where, you know, she can get where you guys have a great, um, sexual experience together. So the emotional foreplay is using that love language as well as utilizing how much basically you love her and really showing her that experience. So by the time you guys get home, there's, there's back and forth. Now get into the physical. It takes longer sometimes for a woman to come than a man. And so when you are interacting with the physical foreplay, so first step, what's your love language? Make sure you're loving on this woman the way you should be loving on her. So she feels emotionally like, oh my gosh. Second step. And again, this is just the purpose is sexual, a good sexual experience, right? Physical, physical foreplay. Make sure you know what she likes. Not what you like, what she likes. Like she, again, some women don't always know, but take the patience and the time to find out what she likes, have conversations about what she is into and don't make fun of that. You know, don't dismiss it as, well, I had past partners that this, 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 and the other, you should do the same because you're all women. Please don't do that. Every woman is different. <laughs> Please understand that your wife is very different than other women you've had. And she may not have the same, if again, if, if you've had past partners, some have not, but those that have, don't make that a, uh, this has been my experience. This should be your experience. Try to make it where it's you guys own experience as opposed to other partners. So third step, foreplay. What does she like? You know, um, figure it out with each other, have a game about it, you know, um, so that, you know, and be patient with her, you know, as she understands what, this is to get that experience going, right? And then you do that so that she's able to come before you. When a woman is able to come before you, it tells her that you've put her stuff first. It tells her that you are thinking of her and wanting to make sure that she's good. And physically, it opens up her body to receive you where she doesn't feel like you're just dumping in on her. 
you know, or just going in, doing your thing and bouncing. And then the setup to walk up to the experience would be the fourth step, right? And then the fifth step would be talking about how you guys love one another after. Obviously, if you have the time. So this is about making time to have those great sexual experiences because there'll be moments where you guys got to do a quick, you know, let's go in and out, you know, you know, and, and, and that's that. And that's fine. I mean, that's, that's fine, but you have to take the time to learn and to move with each other so that your wife doesn't feel like she's just a dumping ground for your stuff or for you. Um, and you move on to the next thing, right? Because if she's supposed to be that best friend, that um, person that is with you till the death you part, all of that, you want to treat her in that way. You want her to feel like she's first in your life and not a dismissed second, you know, to the kids, to, I don't know, to friends, to events. She is your person and she's there to support you. So support her in a way that she doesn't feel like she's a second class citizen. It's really important. So then we talk about um, um, focusing on sex, not just being a dumping ground. Another thing that comes up is a woman not feeling like um, her husband cares about, you know, what's going on with her and her things. Now, obviously, you have friends who talk about different things and you can go on, but there are women that feel like no matter what they say or how they say it, if the spouse is really not caring about them in any way, then they feel it. And so if they feel it, when it comes down to their sexual experience, it lessens again. So again, the biggest thing is focusing on, okay, um, how am I able to take care of my woman where she feels like she can talk to me about various things and feel heard and not dismissed because I know that when I pour into my wife, I pour into my family, the benefits, the benefits are going to be glorious because you married someone that will be there for you. That's what your spouse is supposed to be for you. You know, she for you and you for her. And so when you pour in that way, it helps her or it helps it to be a mutually satisfying experience just the day to day, but also it helps your sexual experience like go up, go awesome. It really does. So again, this pod is again, continuing in the flow of living a happier and just freer and just more loving, joyous life. And if you're married, um, I know some people, some couples have issues sexually, and so these are just some little tidbits that you can utilize just to just, you know, hear, you know, understand, try your best to comfort, use compassion, kindness, just the day to day. Um, I was looking at this video. Oh my gosh. And I thought it was such a good video. It was a video. I think it was this guy. He was talking about relationships and how, um, he, uh, he always hears, um, you know, people saying, you know, oh, marriage is hard and oh, this and oh, marriage is messed up. And he said something so, so cool. He was like, marriage is not messed up. It's the people. 
Of course it is. Right. Marriage isn't. It's the people that's in it. Look, what trauma are you dealing with? What issues are you dealing with? Why are you, you know, like this with the person? And he said, wouldn't it be so cool? Or no, no, he didn't say wouldn't it be so cool. He said, how would it look like or how would it feel if the husband and wife was always like, what do you, to the, to each other, what do you want to do? What do you like? How can I serve you? How can I be there for you? How can I, you know, work with you? How can we do this? How can we do that? What do you need? What do you need? How can I be of service to you? How can I, you know, do for you? How can I do more for you? And it was so funny how he was doing it. And he was like, could you imagine if the husband and wife were back and forth doing that? What do you need? How, how, how do you need this? How, how can I help you? How can I help you? And then he's like, versus what we do get at times, which is, uh, look what you did. Look what you did. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to do that. And, and the pointing of the fingers. And it's like, of course, that's why there's such a high um, uh, divorce rate. Of course, because everyone is selfish, doing the one and wanting to do what they want to do, and they don't serve. And the point of the matter is, when you're in a marriage relationship, it's about service, right? It's about serving each other. Because when you get married, you're literally saying that I'm putting my, I'm putting another person's needs above my own and they're doing the same. And so when you have that back and forth of healthy exchange, healthy interaction with one another, it bodes well for the relationship. The children see it. If there's children, you know, your in-laws see it. Like there is a, a, a broad uh, view of health and strength um, and comfort and commitment um, every day because you guys are choosing each other to serve one another in a way that's going to be um, great for your legacy. So your kids see it, your great grandkids. It's all about what do you want to produce for your family? What do you want to produce for yourself? Absolutely. What do you want to produce for your family? So yes, I started out with not being a sexual dumping ground, but really the bigger picture is you don't want to be a sexual dumping ground. You want to be able to focus on what your needs of your, what, what, what needs your mate, your mate needs and try your best to fulfill those and have a conversation and talk about it. And again, if you guys can't do it alone, there's many therapists, there's many counselors out there, um, that can help you to focus on what would, you know, help you become even more intimate with each other, uh, and all of that. So I just wanted to talk a little bit, um, about, you know, you don't have to be a sexual dumping ground. Your needs can be met. Your emotional and intimacy needs can be met with your partner. It's just, is your partner open to hearing what's going on with you? Is your partner open to what's happening in the back end with you? Um, and if they are great, if therapy is needed, then go for it, you know, but don't stay in that lag of like, this is all it is going to be. And that's that. No, there is hope. There is future hope. You can get through this with each other. It's just, what is it that you guys are trying to do? What's your purpose? What's going on? Why is it not working? What are things that are still, maybe there's anger, maybe there's hurt. Maybe there's things that, you know, are not being dealt with. So that's why the sex is not that the greatest. Don't know. But for whatever it is, seek out 
a, 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 a um, solution. Seek out to resolve this matter so that you enjoy each other because that's how it should be when it comes to your sexual relationship. So this is Dr. Holder and I just wanted to just, I just wanted to share some insights to help my married couples um, with their sexual experience be even better. So again, this is uh, about joy. This part is about joy, about happiness, and about just living your best life. And in this part, with your, with your spouse. So have a great day. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of What's Your Heart Problem podcast. If you're enjoying the show or found value in what you've heard today, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next time in the next episode of What's Your Heart Problem podcast. See you then.